0: Welcome to episode 21 of the Whatnots Review Show. This is a show where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. It could be a movie or a TV show, an anime, a manga, a comic book. This week it is an audio podcast. We go out, we absorb any kind of entertainment, however it needs to be absorbed. We watch it, we read it. This week we listen to it. And then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson and I am joined by my co-captain Kyle Springer kyle how have you been this week
1: hey i am good i am doing well i've actually uh i've been in like full-on lock myself in my room mode and do nothing but play video games because i bought a new one i've been playing assassin's creed origins so i think since since thursday night i've Put in like thirty five hours wow. on that thing, so. No, I. <laughs> There's like piles of Mountain Dew cans <laughs> and shit right the there, full so it's, I'm. Yeah, I'm full on gamer dude right now. It's terrible. No, I
0: don't know a lot about video games, but I know Assassin's Creed is a historical game. So, how much farther back than like the Renaissance does Assassin's Creed Origins go? Is this like cave people
1: ancient egypt.
0: oh wow cool
1: yeah ancient e- egypt uh i've met and spoken with cleopatra uh it's just stuff like that it's c- kind of right around the time that the greeks are still taking over uh i think they made reference to alexander being dead mm-hmm. and has been for a while so i i I'm not a history major so I don't know exactly when everything mm-hmm. is happening but uh it's it's going somehow
2: is it harder
0: to sneak around on the sand
1: <laughs> yes um, so I, this one isn't as much of a stealth game as i would like i, I love stealth games that those are my mm-hmm. jams uh, this is still v- v- very much my jam but it's much more of an rpg okay. uh and so yeah that, i mean there there are stealthy parts to it but not as not as stealthy as they used to be so well, what about you how have you been i've
0: been good this is the fourth podcast i've recorded this weekend and that's that's my fun time. That's my relaxing time. When I'm not podcasting, I have to pack up my entire apartment to move it next week. <laughs> so that's been a chore.
1: Yeah, you um you mentioned you were j- 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 doing a tabletop RPG po- podcast, one of the ones you do uh, this mm-hmm. afternoon, which is why we are recording yeah. now. Uh, unlike our usual time uh, of noon eastern time mm-hmm. is that right yes
0: yeah we ended up not getting started so. until like one thirty my time but oh it's it's kind of nice okay. to not have these two immediately back to back like in between that one finishing and starting to talk to you like i had to go to the grocery store and like cook dinner and like watch part of a movie like oh it was nice i was not just <laughs> like doing a marathon run towards a couple of podcasts at once
1: well, that's good. You are a busy yeah, woman. Yeah, I am. Getting all of this stuff done. <laughs> what are we talking about this week? This
0: week we are talking about a, a scripted podcast. Not really an audio drama, more of a an audio sitcom with sci-fi elements thrown in there. This is a show called Bubble. This was created by comedy writer Jordan Morris for the Maximum Fun Podcast Network, which is one of my favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. I have... Not heard of them by name. I've heard of some of their podcasts. I just didn't know they were all in the same Mm -hmm. network thing that they do. Um, So I was like, oh, okay. I've heard of my brother, my brother, and me. I've heard of the Adventure Zone. I I, I don't know what either of them are. but (laughs) You know? (laughs) So now I've gotten my first kind of – I mean, I guess I didn't get a taste of what Mm -hmm. those are, but like – their flavor of just like this is the stuff that we make yeah
0: yeah you can listen to this show and kind of i mean this is there's no other show quite like this on the network in terms of formatting this is their first foray into doing a scripted mm-hmm. podcast of any kind okay so formatting cool. wise it's very different but you can kind of gauge from like the the tone and the sense of humor how some of the rest of the stuff on that network goes
2: hmm
1: yeah yeah um so I I am I'm, I'm sure have have you listened to this before yeah. then if if you're familiar with this so you okay this was not your first rodeo no. on the it's... bubble so to speak. That's <laughs> no, a weird it's... <laughs> turn of phrase it's not my first rodeo <laughs> on the bubble
0: <laughs> what a soft gentle rodeo where you just ride around on just like a big floating bubble <laughs> this is the
1: future of Honky tonk sounds cars. like a Miyazaki <laughs> movie.
0: Now, I've been listening to the show um, since it started, and it's a new show. It just came out you know, within the last couple months. So I listened to it as the new episodes came out, and yeah. then I held on to the season finale, thinking I might want to pitch this to you, and maybe then I would listen to the finale okay. sort of as I re-listened to everything else.
1: Gotcha. Sounds good. Um Oh I I I I want to sit here and ask mm-hmm. you your thoughts but since you've already listened to most of it I'm and and you mentioned this is one of your favorite networks I'm kind of assuming that you are itching <laughs> to find out what I yeah, think
0: Yeah I'm I'm intrigued uh, by your opinion Kyle how did you find this thing cuz especially cuz like it is more comedy than sci-fi and I'm a fairly big comedy person Sure and so I am intrigued how somebody who's less into comedy took this thing.
1: So, I I I really like mm-hmm. comedy. To correct you on that, <laughs> I, I'm just not as in 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 the know as a lot of other yeah. people.
0: I like comedy. Comedy is cool. It's we all like comedy, just to say. Like, I think I'm mainly listen to other comedy podcasts like that's one of my and like i've been pitching you a lot of other comedy topics like it's just a genre i find myself into a little bit more than you are
1: (laughs) side note uh kind of funny uh, is a, they're a company that makes podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff like that. They have a shirt because uh, they they do a lot a lot of video game mm-hmm. content that says video games are cool. <laughs> we should make one that says comedy is funny. Comedy is funny. Is funny. <laughs> Just, <laughs> how bland it is. It's <laughs> <That's> like comedy is <laughs> funny.
0: Controversial and upsetting graffiti you could ever write somewhere
1: well, d- d- depending on who you who you <laughs> ask some people don't like a lot of j- jokes <laughs> and stuff like that. It's a very touchy subject <laughs> these days um but yeah no I I really enjoyed this I I picked it because I I thought this was the farthest out of my mm-hmm. comfort zone of the three that you pitched last week. Mainly because it, you kind of said it was fantasy-like. That there, there were fantasy elements. And that's that's the thing that I, I'm not a big
2: fan mm-hmm.
1: of. I don't like... I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I don't like... I, I just like... Other things so much mm-hmm. more in comparison that I you know I'm not super big on fantasy stuff, but like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, D D that type of stuff isn't really my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It's not what I usually find myself looking at. Um, but but yeah, so the the way you pitched it, it seemed kind of like a and <laughs> D live not 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 like a not like what you do with the rpg type Mm -hmm. of thing but it is in this setting where there are monsters and there are these hunters that go out and hunt them based off of this app that's kind of like uber Mm -hmm. or lyft you know just that whole type of thing and it was like the like the fantasy aspect mixed with that mixed with Mm -hmm. uber (laughs) um And I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. Probably the one I would not listen to. So I'm going to (laughs) pick that one. And I really enjoyed it. It was not at all what Mm -hmm. I expected. I don't know
0: if I did a great Um, job of describing it. I think I threw fantasy in there because I'm like, well, there's not really any science. So let me tack fantasy on the end of the (laughs) sci-fi descriptor there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, um... I don't know. It it like it, it the 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 type of comedy that it was j- just was not what I was expecting with the like w- with w- my preconceived notions of like this is fantasy. <laughs> um and it was it was it was a lot more current which like caught me off guard <laughs> hard and I was like okay, I, I this is this is actually very mm-hmm. funny. Uh, I, I, like, I understand all of these rare references. It's not stuff like, I don't, I don't know what they mean by level 37 paladin (laughs) that, you you know, (laughs) um, so yeah, good. It was a good time all around. I think it's very lighthearted. Um, is one I listen to, uh, like walking on the way to the grocery store and stuff like that. Um, it was, it was one, I, I didn't feel like I had to pay 100% attention to, to c- capture mm-hmm. it all. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're fairly straightforward stories. They're not really throwing a lot of, like, twists and turns and conspiracies at you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not very complicated or demanding A. T- a t- Tension-wise. Yeah.
0: And to give sort of a brief synopsis for the listener, if they're having a lot of trouble fathoming what it is we're talking about, the the <laughs> yeah. storyline of this show is that there is a world where outside there's a place called the brush. And the brush is this sort of... There's dark flora and dark fauna, and there's like terrible plants and animals that are there to hurt you. And there's like this hard scrabble band of people that live out there. And then there's these big cultivated cities inside of domes where everything is perfect and manicured and safe. And there is a woman named Morgan who grew up out in the brush and she was sort of uh, taken in as like a charity case by this corporation inside one of the bubble cities. And she was raised in the bubble city and now that they are having problems with brush creatures breaking through the bubble and attacking people, she is hired to be a hunter for them Using an app service where people just ding her phone when they need her to come by and fight a monster for them. And it's about this whole other culture of just young people without regular jobs. They just go from monster hunting gig to monster hunting gig.
1: Which, it's kind of a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Like, what if we we take that, like monster hunting dnd side of things and just add in this this twist and it could it it completely changes <laughs> it um and yeah it, it works I, I if 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 you guys are not watching the youtube video i have a big smile <laughs> on my face because yeah it's 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 a it lot is of fun. fun um and good acting yeah too um I I I think we'll get into that a little bit more here in just a sec. But audio drama podcasts are still very mm-hmm. new to a lot of people, um, and so I think it, and it's it's also something that like everyone can do and make. So it's all it's very hit or miss on mm-hmm. quality. A a lot. There are some good ones who don't have as good. Quality, but you know it's still genuine, honest storytelling and stuff like that. But uh, these these guys have some good production value yeah. as well. So
2: yeah,
0: not every podcast like this needs money behind it, but this one does have it, and it does come through. Like you are hearing where they put their dollars.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Uh, it was only eight yeah. episodes. Uh, at least season one is. Have they said when season two is uh, going to be? Not for head? sure
0: yet, but I will keep you updated because you know, the uh, this network has okay. a lot of commercials for other shows on the network. So as soon as there's anything about it, like I listen to so many shows on this network, like I will hear it like that same day.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, wait, where can you find this show to let the uh, people out there know real fast before we Yeah, the the network
0: is called uh, Maximum Fun, or just Max Fun. So you just go to MaximumFun.org, you can find the info there, and then just anywhere you can find any podcast, uh, what's my app called? Mine is, I'm a podcast addict user. You can find it on, they don't call it iTunes anymore, they call it Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all the things.
1: It's iTunes.
0: (laughs) All the things Uh... you've ever heard any podcaster say, these are places you can find them
1: yeah I, I guess i'm i'm in that generation where yeah it was like have you does do you have itunes on this computer you have to have <laughs> itunes it's the latest ad. it's the latest pro you have to and so like that like when itunes was a big deal and it was the only thing so it's it's forever <laughs> itunes in in my in my head uh, just like the dude in, in the show that was like, I think Betamax is the superior <laughs> video format. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah, so uh, spoiler mm-hmm. warning, we're about to dive in and start picking this apart and talking about, 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 about it. Uh, so if you guys have not listened to it yet, go check it out. Um, it is a pretty quick lesson and highly recommended. hmm so, yeah. Cool. Um, well, where do you want to take us, <sighs> Melissa? Where do you <laughs> want to start first?
0: Um, I am interested about your thoughts on the sci-fi aspects of it, because I know that's that's your home base. That's your touchstone. You're a big sci-fi guy, and this isn't mm-hmm. a sci-fi story that is funny. This is a sci-fi this is a sitcom with some sci-fi just sort of framework in it. So what did you think yeah. about the monsters and all of that crazy stuff? Did that work for you as sci-fi concept?
1: Yeah, no, I i, I thought it was really cool. Um, I, I, I guess one of the big reveals towards the end, I, I didn't catch it if they mentioned it beforehand, but I was under the impression that the bubble was the only one one that was yeah yeah hair um and like that's just the way the world was like they were like they gathered together and built this safe haven and that was like the last standing thing or i i I don't know if last Mm -hmm. standing is the appropriate term it didn't really seem a Apocalyptic, no. or you know, stuff like that, but it was just like it's so wild and feral out mm-hmm. out there that they needed some kind of protection, so they built this giant bubble bubble, and there was a big corporation that r- mm-hmm. ran it. Um, and I don't think that concept is super mm-hmm. foreign. Yeah, um, I I think there's like a Stephen king book with a similar thing where people get tr- tr- trapped inside a bu- 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 bubble um so like that that wasn't unfamiliar um but i, I did like the idea of oh there are multiple mm-hmm. bubbles yeah out, out out there how does that work are, you know w- is it a completely different group of survivors with their own agenda their own stories is it is it the same corporation that is owning them all is there some secret underground thing that connects them all because uh, how else would that c- company you know send communication i mean i guess they have like yeah technology to make an an app and stuff like that but but still you know to to build that kind of infrastructure to be able to do all of that i was like okay something something's mm-hmm. happening here which is neat it was yeah it was, cool. it was good it was good i'm <laughs> i'm interested yeah, I also more.
0: didn't really have the idea that there were more bubbles out there until they go to that second bubble, until they travel, yeah, from Fairhaven to Mission Beach. I, is that
1: it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Mission I was Beach. under the impression that Fairhaven was one <laughs> neighborhood under one vast bubble that may have contained many other little neighborhoods and townships. But I do like yeah. the
1: idea that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but I also
0: like the idea that it's like one neighborhood per bubble and one bubble for a neighborhood.
1: And they're all like, I I, I guess Fairhaven is kind of the any (laughs) town one. But it's because Mission Beach is very much like L.A., Mm -hmm. California, like beach tan people, you know. (laughs) Um. So I'm, I like, I'm wanting to know if there's other bubbles out there, what will the other world yeah. be like? Will we have a, like, a super country
2: mm-hmm.
1: one where it's just like, get off my lawn! <laughs> um, or, or, you know, is there, like, a Detroit one where it, it is the, like, mm. run-down, failed experiment uh, that's going on there, and they're just kind of you know left yeah. there yeah
0: and like w- uh, what generations are there in bubbles like is Fairhaven one of the first bubbles that was ever built is it one of the newer bottle bu- yeah. bubbles are there like older models out there where like it wasn't put together so well
1: yeah so i i i guess that brings up the idea of mm-hmm. the purpose of these bubbles um which were like each they're, they're experimenting on mm-hmm. on them right like they, it's each a different yeah. control group. Um, so the, that even begs the question, yeah, like how far along are these different bu- 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 bubbles? Um, what exactly are the the mutations? Like we we saw the one of like the corn face <laughs> dude who could you like grow. <laughs> Corn out yeah. of his face, but is, is it all like somewhat harmless? Like that? Are they turning them into the monsters? Is the reason that the monsters are there because they've been experimenting on people so yeah. long and something went wrong? Uh, who knows? Yeah, you know? like the
0: the series in well the the season ends kind of with you thinking that these bubbles are control groups and they are using elements, like biological elements from out in the brush to sort of give custom specializations to different people. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh, you want to run fast? We <laughs> will oh, extract something from the fastest predator out here in the brush and now you're going to be a really great athlete. It's like, you are they're creating these custom mutations. Yeah. But I didn't think about it like, Oh, who knows where those brush creatures came from? Are they the result of some even earlier experiment gone wrong?
1: Exactly. Um, that th- that was all the the stuff that was like running through my my head. And like, I there's a whole lot more out there that they yeah. could explore just with each multiple bu- bubbles and how long they've been there. Yeah. So Who knows. Who knows where season two will go? I
0: also liked, and you kind of figure this out as the as the season goes on, that it's not so much like here in the bubble we are safe and out in the brush. It is a wasteland. It seems almost like just social differences, like just lifestyle choices. Like they're like it doesn't seem like there's a ton of death and destruction out in the brush. It's not like the brush people carry a lot of mourning with them it's not like they mention a lot of people who have died along the way like they seem to just live on the edge but be very good at living on the edge and kind of like that danger and thrive in that danger and they just wouldn't like living inside the bubble
1: yeah it it uh it seems like they're more free spirited yeah. is the word that I would use. Cause at times they make reference to like <laughs> wizards and stuff like that. So it's like, Oh, okay. Maybe they believe in magic and witchcraft and stuff like that. Um, but, but then, yeah, I, I, again, with the monsters kind of running around, like in the back of my mind, I still have that like fantasy vibe. So I still see them in like, armor with like swords and you know they're on horses and stuff like that or they they all have cloaks and there's fairies out there somewhere you know that might not Mm -hmm. be the actual case um but yeah like it's this weird mix of i mean for i guess lack of better terms anything that doesn't fit inside the bubble of civilization Mm -hmm. right these are people who are free thinking and don't want corporate life or to you know just live by societal norms um which is odd then because when you see i I, i'm again i'm terrible (laughs) with the with people's names uh the roommate who uh like was who was the one making the drugs yes um because she's a lot more free-spirited but still like within the confines of Mm -hmm. the bubble and so once she gets out there she's like I actually kind of (laughs) like it here it's nice
0: (laughs) yeah she loves all the, the sex and drugs and like the metaphorical rock and roll lifestyle that's out there in the brush but then she also likes yeah. the convenience of living in the bubble where she can just get a breakfast burrito anytime she wants one. <laughs> she can watch yeah. her DVDs.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because it 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 had they they made them breakfast burritos, so they like oh that's it's right. not like you're <laughs> you have to like. It's not like you have to go kill the monster and skin it and then, like cook it to you know. And we're like we're having like skewers, like spider skewers, you know. Uh, like it's not that mm-hmm. rough. It's not bear <laughs> You have to drink your own pee to survive. Uh, but. It, it, yeah it's still that like we don't have the convenience when where we can get them wherever whenever or wherever mm-hmm. we want like we have to go out and hunt and prepare these and you know um but yeah it's it's an it's an interesting mix and i like because um, it's not as harsh yeah. as yeah i think
0: and talking about how um there like there are people that don't want to live under like the corporate rule. I really liked the the tiny little twist where when they move to the dark district because the dark district isn't monitored by Tandem Industries and then Bonnie's like, "Oh no, we do monitor it there. We monitor everything." But we know there are people out there that want to sort of fight the man, so we give them the impression that there is a place they can get to where we aren't monitoring them. Like, everything inside the bubble is
2: is so targeted
0: to, like, such specific demographics. Like, okay, this is the neighborhood we have designed for, like, anarchists to go live in. This is the Rabble Rouser neighborhood.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's segregation, <laughs> which is terrible, but in in that so, one vibe that I did not get from this, but it has like a major mm-hmm. element of it, it, it. This is not a cyberpunk yeah. podcast or cyber p- punk sci-fi type of thing, but the whole idea of kind of a mega Mm -hmm. corporation kind of running things if not a computer running things uh, is very cyberpunk and that that's very central to what cyberpunk is Um, and that's the kind of things that you would see in a cyberpunk society like we are going to figure out this utopian perfect society down to the fucking (laughs) T so that they have the illusion of fighting mm-hmm. against the man, and and most of them don't know. Like they just think that they're making strides to down with the mega co- corporation <laughs> thing, you know. Um, and in r- reality, it's all contr- <laughs> controlled, and like that—that's a scary <laughs> thought. Um, so. I don't know. I really like cyberpunk stuff. Um that's that's one oh. of my favorite t- 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 types of sci-fi um but yeah. Crazy stuff. So, uh talk to me about your your thoughts of that corporation then. Cuz something was up with the kind of mm-hmm. leader of the corporation, we find out that uh, her parents were killed. And I'm still trying to grasp everything that happened, so you're going to have to help me okay. out here. Let's back up a bit. There are these yes. two stones, right? Explain oh, the okay. stones.
0: Uh, when you put the stones together... See, I just, I re-listened to, every, to the first seven episodes, the eighth episode I just listened to the one time, so this these details this the aren't quite time, as clear yeah. to me. You put the two halves of the stones together, and they're never supposed to touch. If they touch each other, then a big dangerous thing happens. But that's what Bonnie, wow, is that what she or wanted to did- happen?
1: is it like it, it, some extinction event or is it just like it they're super powerful and unpredictable and someone can use it to do I think it's that things.
0: because I know like the last image of the podcast okay. is like it just shoots a giant gaping hole in the top of the bubble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um cuz so the person who's leading what's the again i'm terrible with names uh what's the name of the company was it van tandem like a bicycle tandem okay i was i was gonna say like (laughs) vanguard or something that that's a little too fantasy dandy something um so tandem um who who are they working in tandem with what are they hiding (laughs) that's what i want to know um no so uh (laughs) the person who we think is in charge her Mm -hmm. parents were killed were they killed by the stone or someone using the stone or did they die like so it it wouldn't be no because she's wanting to bring them Mm -hmm. back together the two stones did 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 we miss something <laughs> No, I'm just trying to
0: remember. I'm really regretting not listening to that that final episode a second time because now I am forgetting the finer points of it that aren't just them making jokes about die hard. <laughs> hey,
1: yeah. <laughs> well we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a sec. But yeah, so I mean basically what I un- understood is yeah, there are these two I I guess magical stones that when brought together someone can use them to uh be i guess extra powerful and that that power i'm i i got the vibe that that was the source of a yeah. lot of the mutations um and so i i it, somewhere along the line tandem must have been harvesting that energy Mm -hmm. from the stones and that's what they've been using to uh mutate the people in the bubbles however they were Mm -hmm. hiding them Uh, but somewhere along the line the ball got stolen maybe it was the people in the brush who were like fuck the (laughs) bubble who stole this stole the stone killed the people in charge of tandem and then hid the t- two parts of the stone, and then the child of the people that got killed running Tandem now now is running the company. That would yeah, make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, you reminded me. I, she's the CEO, but I forget that she's not also the founder. Like, she worked her way up the ranks of that corporation once she got into the bubble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I th- I think we th- figured it out. If 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 we are wrong, you guys can yeah. correct us in the comments below on YouTube or something. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I, I think it's a simple yeah. enough story. Uh, you you keep mentioning. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess you don't keep mentioning, but you did mention uh, that you thought it was more of yeah. a sitcom how how is it more of a sitcom to you
0: point of the thing is really the comedy and the character interactions and this sort of commentary on you know some modern societal quirks like hipsters and all of that the sci-fi elements of it Hmm. are just sort of the the backdrop the set dressing for this entire thing like the there aren't really any twists or turns or conspiracies like i said There isn't a lot of rising action throughout the season. Like, there's... Yeah, yeah. Like, every like the first couple episodes are pretty much following the same format, and it really only breaks when you get out into the brush. And there's not any question hanging over your head. I mean, there's sort of general world-building questions. Like, oh, I wonder when the bubbles were built, and, you know, how many people decide to go into the bubbles from the brush. There's world-building, cultural stuff like that, but there's no one, like, big hidden secret.
1: Yeah. Th- 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 there is no... At-, at least at the start, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I guess even by the end, there still isn't that, like, one end goal thing. Like, we need to destroy mm-hmm. Tandem! Uh, or, you know, we need to go do something... <laughs> We need yeah, to go to brunch. We need to go to trivia um, night. Yeah, like, there, there is no, like, end goal there. It is more of a, at, at least not not yet. I feel like they yeah. will eventually come to one and to realize, hey, we need t- to do this specific thing. And that will be the end of the show. Or at least the end of, like, well, that was, like, the mm-hmm. first big story arc. Um. Yeah,
0: and... The,
1: the uh, sci-fi stuff, yeah. no, go ahead. I like we
0: were just trying off. to figure out like, okay, do we have all of the puzzle pieces correctly aligned for how like the last part of the finale episode worked together? And it's not because the show is like very complex or anything. It's that it, it puts a, a much greater focus on the comedy than it does on the details like that. Yeah. So when we think about the show, we're just thinking about the jokes and like, I remember all these funny things this lady said, and yeah, I guess this was, like, the motivation for this one plot thing that she did. Like, it's uh, just sort of, in my mind at least, gets knocked a couple rungs below the comedy parts. So that's why I rank it as, like, okay, this is a comedy that is sci-fi themed and not a funny sci-fi show.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. It is more of a Mm -hmm. sitcom comedy with sci-fi and fantasy stuff thrown in 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 the mix there um i mean they, they make references to all sorts of sitcoms mm-hmm. and stuff <laughs>
2: yeah um, this is
1: so i mean yeah it's it's it they're 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 obviously taking notes of like yeah we we, we want this to be a sitcom mm-hmm. you can kind of throw it on any t- time you, i i'm sure that once they build up a bigger yeah amount of Episodes, it's going to be one of those things you can kind of just listen to your favorite episodes yeah. whenever. Like, you, you don't necessarily have to, you, you know, like, so you should start from episode <laughs> one to figure out what's happening. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, I, I was about to say, it's like what we do here on this show, but no. we're not a sitcom. So... <laughs> Uh, that would be very wrong. But yeah, I mean, j- just the, the idea of you can kind of jump in every mm-hmm. time. Um,
0: yeah, the, the characters so, yeah. and their basic personalities and their relations- relationships to each other are kind of simple and archetypal enough that you get them pretty much instantly, like, within the first couple minutes of hearing each of them appear in each episode. Like, there aren't any dynamics, so you have to go back to episode one to really understand.
1: Yeah, and they, I I think they also, they also play off of a lot of pop culture, and just not. I, I was gonna say they 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 make references to a lot of pop <laughs> c- culture stuff, but then they, they frame and model their characters off of, I I I, I guess stereotypical. Yeah, or you used the word archetypal, but like famous actors that we hmm. all know. So when 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 they start, at least I got that vibe with certain characters, um, like the r- roommate. Tommy, totally raids as Aubrey mm. Plaza. Uh, what I I just I don't know why. That's just like if this was made into a movie, I totally see her being that like the kind of I'm the like I don't really <laughs> care one, but at the same, but I'm, I'm just off in my own little world with the <laughs> sex and the d- d- drugs and the, you know, all of that stuff. Like I, I just, I feel like Aubrey Plaza would play that type of character and has played mm-hmm. that type of key character enough where like, oh, I, I can like the, the actress was kind of going for that kind of vibe. Uh, I don't know. I was. I mean, was that something you saw? Because like, obviously. Oh, because
0: I was kind of familiar. There's like
1: the stereotypical like frat (laughs) bro. I was kind
0: of familiar with a lot of the cast going in. So like, when I listen to Eliza Skinner, it's like, oh, I know Eliza Skinner. I've, I've seen her and stuff (laughs) before. I've listened to her on a lot of other podcasts. Like, I just sort of picture her. I imagine her. Like, I know who Cristela Alonzo is, so I'm imagining her when Bonnie shows up. I
1: don't know any of them. I don't know what they look like. I've never heard their voices be- there... before, so I, it's all—it's all just like, huh? Okay, Aubrey Plaza over here. There's that that one actor from this other movie. I don't remember his name, but they were kind of going for that like a similar Was there character there. Anybody in I the cast it, who I you were
0: familiar with?
1: I—I uh, I mean, I've heard. The names (laughs) of the McElroys.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that's like to at least be aware that the McElroys
0: are a concept is like one of your basic internet bars you have to pass nowadays.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think think Justin is working Hmm. with Rooster Teeth on something very soon. I don't remember what though. I could be completely wrong. Um, but for some reason, he, I remember he, his. Name he is in the video games industry.
0: I know less about the video game related stuff because I just know less about video games to begin with.
1: Sure. Um. I think that's it, though. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't know any of <laughs> of them. So this this was. I knew a lot 20. of them, even
0: down to like the sort of recurring bit part players, like one of the guys who only ever has like two lines at a time and he's just half of the townspeople is an actor named Mark Gagliardi who I've loved Mm. in stuff for years. And he's got his own podcast that I listen to like every week. So I, I knew a lot of this already going in. So I guess that did kind of like shape things, but also like prevent me from shaping things. Like I didn't imagine Annie to be anything more than just Eliza Skinner herself
1: yeah that yeah that 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 makes sense i've very recently gotten into a lot mm-hmm. of rooster teeth content and they also make a lot of podcasts and comedy stuff um but they they do youtube videos and all of that stuff as well whoa, 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 as well um but they do the same type of thing where they make movies and stuff like that and it's them in the movies that they that they make Um, And so it's like, I've I've listened to you on a podcast week in and week out, and I know who you are. I know your personality. I can't unsee you in, you know, in, in, in in this thing. Um, So it's, it's interesting that, that you all know them and you're like, I only see this one thing. And then there's yeah. those, like, I've, I don't know what these p- <laughs> people look like in real life. So I, yeah. I am and that's making up my own stuff. Kind of what I was talking
0: head. about earlier, like, of course you were also a comedy fan, but like, I'm a bit, I'm, I was pretty familiar with everybody to begin with. Like this particular area of comedy was a thing I, I knew so I did, not to say like I had an advantage going in, just that I knew you would have a very different perspective than I would listening to this thing.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's cool. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Did um did did you have a favorite bit or favorite episode that they they because they they there was a lot of juju <laughs> jokes and stuff in this. It is jam packed full of jokes
0: there's I've, I keep laughing at this joke and I know this probably isn't one you're gonna get but this is the second thing I've pitched in a row where I have brought up Fraser to you a thing I know you are not remotely familiar with at all
1: <laughs> I've never seen an episode I know that people love it the the people that I listen to on podcasts, they all love it uh i've just never gotten this <laughs> it's
0: the main character morgan it's one of her favorite shows and yeah oh like they're bringing dvds with them i think they're packing them up to move them from one apartment to another or like they might even be part of like what they pack to go into the brush i don't know but one of the things she brings is this one season of Frasier. <laughs> she's like yeah there's lots there's lots of great eddie moments in this season and the joke's so funny to me because <laughs> it's like yeah eddie is, is the pet dog like <laughs> like yeah he's he's a great animal actor they they do a good amount of stuff with him like they really <laughs> don't treat him like just a piece of set decoration Eddie kind of has his own character but like that's not how you're gonna evaluate a season of Frasier. like there's good pet dog moments in it <laughs> <laughs> like it was the least important thing you could say to qualify why you like that one season of Frasier and it was just so specific <laughs> and strange. I really liked that joke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So since since you are more familiar with them, what else is in this show that is kind of inside jokey? like hey if you've listened to adventure zone you'll mm. remember this or you like i'm i'm sure th- there's stuff in there uh
0: nothing quite like that um
1: might be a little more difficult to come up with something I, i'm i'm just
0: yeah th- there's not really like in jokes or anything like that there's just like Oh, like I brought that joke up because it was something that really made me laugh and I knew you would have no context for why I thought it was so funny.
1: <laughs> That's actually kind of surprising. I'm, I I, feel like there is and maybe we just didn't I pick up on it. I think
0: there's a lot of, this is an L.A. based network. Like I know the writer, I've listened to the writer's other podcasts. Like he's an L.A. guy and there's a real L.A. Mm-hmm. and like Portland kind of combined vibe to Fairhaven. And I've listened to so much, like, LA-based comedy stuff that, like, I've gotten what they're talking about now, but it's still something that like, oh, I can understand what you're making fun of because I've heard, like, three other shows make fun of this. But I've never experienced anything like this in my own life. And, like, I'm just taking your word for it that, like, a guy like Van exists out there. I've never met this guy. He's not... This isn't a guy you find in the Midwest. This is a West Coast guy, I presume. Because I hear about him from West Coast stuff. It's
1: it's like... Yeah, there is a West Coast vibe <laughs> But, I've seen like the East Coast <laughs> versions. I, I I feel like it's more of just like college town, city type of thing. Um, I mean, I so i I live in interestingly Richmond, Virginia. enough,
0: that's also where Eliza Skinner is from. I just want I just wanted you to know that there you go. <laughs> a famous person from Richmond.
1: <laughs> there is, and so we have a very good art school here. So d- despite where we are in the history of of like the mm-hmm. the state and stuff here, we like the campus itself is mm-hmm. very progressive and like just like art <laughs> hippie kids and it's all the hipsters and stuff like that. So like when when they make references to mm-hmm. like hipster stuff, I'm like I I know those <laughs> p- people. I've seen them. They've sat next to me in restaurants. They, you know, they've done, it's just like, ugh, like people I've met are mm. dating them and, you know. <laughs> so it's like, I, 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 I know exactly who, the, who they are.
0: There's a little bit of that where I live in St. Louis, but a lot less like St. Louis, I would say is mostly made up of like Morgan and like Mitch, the more just sort of normal just sort of very interested in more mundane things but very passionate about them like just sort of more average people. We are a thriving average city. St. Louis is. <laughs> and so there's a lot of these yeah. things where it's like I I experienced something kind of like that once, but I'll I just have to take you at your word that this is a prevalent enough thing that you're like, "Oh, we all know this guy. I'm gonna put a stereotype joke of this guy in the show because we all know him, right? And I'm like, uh, y- y- yeah, we all know him. Sh- sure, we do.
1: And then I'm like, yep, I know the <laughs> hipster dude with the long beard, and they ha- they think everything <laughs> is cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I I think. I don't know. Like I, I, I again, I, 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 just started to see my own thing because it's one of those. I mean, it's in mm-hmm. audio medium, right? So you kind of have to make up what everything looks like in 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 your head. But didn't you say that they tried to make this into a TV yes. show to start? It it was like a failed yes. script. Yes. So the something? creator
0: Jordan Morris, he had written this on. Um like, this was just a pilot he had written, hoping to get it sold as a sitcom. He'd done some okay. work writing for other comedy TV of various forms, and he wanted to try just writing his own pilot, which is what you do out there in L.A., sure. as I have learned from all these L.A. comedy shows.
1: Hopefully, yeah. And this was what he... Hopefully, one day he, Yeah,
0: and this was up. what he had written. And I remember him saying that, like, he shopped it around to a lot of different networks and different production companies, and he had a lot of, like, very positive, very enthusiastic meetings. And they're like, it's great. We love it. There's no way we could ever make this because this is so niche and so specific, and it would cost so much to make all these monsters look good. So you did great, you did great work here. We don't think we can make this. And, uh, like, last year, sometime last year... Uh, they released a live stage table reading of the original pilot version of the bubble script. Like they did it as just this fun performance you could go see. And it was just meant to be like, yeah, just like a fun live live comedy show. And also like, hey, if you're any network representatives, like come over here and check out how this thing plays live and see how the audience laughs at it. And so I'd heard that thing last year, which was just a reading of the written for TV version And so there wasn't the role of the narrator. It's just Jordan Morris himself, I believe, just reading the script directions. And it's got kind of a comedic style to it. It's written very, very vividly, very descriptively, but it's not meant to be a commenting narrator's voice like what this podcast has, which I guess is one of the things they had to add to transfer this from being like a visual idea to being an audio only idea, but other than that
1: though i i feel i feel like the transition to do that to like have it be staged directions to Mm -hmm. this narrator i feel i feel like i mean who i'm not Mm -hmm. a script writer i don't do that (laughs) stuff um actually actually i did write a script for an audio drama podcast that never got released um but uh um where was I going uh, with we're this? We're talking about like the role of the narrator. Of oh, yeah. So I I feel like it wouldn't have been very difficult to make mm-hmm. that transition because I I felt like a lot of the narration, it, it, mm-hmm. which was hilarious uh, most most of the time, is very vague on purpose and very mm-hmm. snarky of uh, like it if. If you're writing a script or a screenplay or giving some kind of stage directions, I feel like that's kind of what we got of just like okay so now we're here mm-hmm. at the scene where this is <laughs> happening and this guy says yeah. blink, you know, and then it goes from there. Oh no, we're in yeah. a flashback <laughs> and then it starts in the, it starts with the thing, you know, like it's just like I I there was one scene when um his what was his name yeah mitch, mitch is the
0: the main ran, guy uh, yeah
1: laser, laser dog uh, laser Dong uh, <laughs> uh when he when he gets the mm-hmm. parasite thing and they take it off of him and afterwards he's yeah. recovering they are describing the 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 scene like they they open up uh, I, I guess it's like some yeah. hours have passed or, or something and it's a new scene. But they open up with this narration that's that's like uh, Mitch is sitting down on a cliff wrapped in a blanket looking out on a like cinematic <laughs> sunset. And yeah. that is it. like that is literally what I would expect or imagine yeah. like, script notes to be. So I like I, yeah I I guess just to re- reiterate my p- point I feel like the script notes to narration isn't much of a difference. It was like, what if the narrator just actually says yeah. the script notes? They, they play
0: around <laughs> with it a little a little bit. Like there's the beginning of one episode where the narrator says. Morgan and Annie are hustling down the street. There's not really a lot to say right now, so I'll check back in with you later. And then it just continues to Morgan yeah. and Annie's dialogue scene, and then the narrator comes back when there is something to narrate. Like like how they put her in there like, I'm the narrator, I have to be the framing device, I have to start the framing device somewhere. I'm just going to come in here and say hi, and I don't actually have anything I need yeah. to do right now. <laughs> I really yeah. liked...
1: Yeah, it, I really like the good.
0: descriptions for the characters and how we don't have a very strong visual description of them, but we get a strong feeling of them. Like, I think when Mitch is first introduced, it doesn't say anything like, this is what he looks like, this is his hair, this is what he's wearing. It just says, he looks like a guy who tucks in his shirt three times a year. <laughs> and that's all you need to know about this guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 had a lot of really funny and interesting descri- mm-hmm. descriptions of things, and you you hear you you hear them say it, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. Oddly enough, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Like they give you
0: exactly what you need, but it's not what you would think you would need. Like, if this was in a, yeah. a book or something, for instance, it might say, yeah, this is, you know, 29-year-old white man. He's about 5'9", and he's got blue eyes, and his hair is like this, and he's got a backpack. Like, it would say something a, more spe- visually specific than this. But with this, they're, they're kind of trying to play it vague, and they're trying to play it very concise. Like, they're not going to give you
1: be like, long this descriptions is,
0: about anything. Like, this, this is what you need to know about Mitch. He looks like he tucks his shirt in three times a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is Mitch. He looks probably exactly like what you're thinking about right now. <laughs> and that would be his description, you know? Just like, he looks exactly like what you thinking. this is kind
0: of reminding me of. We talked about the kind of the voice of the narrator it just reminded me of Scott Pilgrim versus the world and which is a movie with Aubrey Plaza in it speaking of we were mentioning her earlier mm-hmm. where like Scott's just like who's this girl who's who's the girl have you seen the girl with hair like this and the other guys at the party is like, oh Ramona It's, it's this person like the narrator is kind of like that guy at the party sustained. If they had to describe the entirety yeah. of the story. And everything you get about every character <laughs> is just as much as you would get in those little, like, flashing on-screen boxes from Scott Pilgrim. Like, okay, yeah. how much can you fit in one little word bubble that's as much as you're getting told to you about any character?
1: Yeah, it was good. I, I, I think... I think the narrator was probably one of like my favorite yeah. r- r- running j- 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 jokes/characters. Mm-hmm. slash Um uh, I think I I don't know if I had a favorite like funny bit though. It like it, it's all it's all good. I'm I'm wondering though how this will age. Yeah. This is more of a hypothetical, like, uh, mm-hmm. question. J- j- just you know, it's not us really critiquing it, or or not I mean, I guess it kind of is, but like, since the jokes are kind of yeah. hyper specific to what we know now and our culture, all of that stuff, I'm wondering, like, how how much different our culture will be 10 years from now, and how this show will hold up compared to that.
0: I don't know. I th- Well, when you think about some of the references they're making, two of the biggest pop culture things they return to are, like, Frasier and Die Hard, both of which are old things that are, like, tin to... Yeah. And
1: Betamax. They made a reference to Betamax. It's like, who, like, <laughs> most... Most k- k- kids these days won't won't know what yeah. Betamax is. They'll they'll be like, wait, I think I saw Big Girl <laughs> Six. That, that that that's 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 who you're talking about, right? Betamax.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head if they were making references to like very current things. Like they're not making references to. Oh no, I think at one point you mentions like This Is Us. <laughs> which is a show that started like sure, three but years it, it's ago. St- it's still,
1: it's still yeah. steeped in like the the kind mm-hmm. of jokes that we tell today, the kind yeah. of c- culture of, yeah, waking up and being like, oh, can I have like a venti iced latte with no cream and t- But t- that's a joke espresso. I feel like I have been um,
0: hearing since I was like 10 years old. So I think these things feel... More recent than they are, but when you step back, you're like, oh, yeah,
1: like, that's... (laughs) Well, certain things have aged differently, because it's it's 2008, when... No, it was 2000... When did Twitter start? It it was around that time. It was, like, 2006, 2008-ish, somewhere around there. That was only 10 (sighs) years ago. Like, and think how... Like, I, I, I still remember, like, getting the ALO <laughs> disks yes. at Target. Like, the six-month trials. I, 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 I know what the dial-up sounds like. I know what a VCR is. I We, we had rewinders. It was a mm-hmm. separate, like, d- device oh, that yeah. you would stick the VHS t- t- tape in and would only <laughs> rewind it.
2: <laughs> Crazy, right?
1: <laughs> but like with the rise of Starbucks and like the 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 popularity of Starbucks. Like I remember Starbucks being around and kind of being popular, but I th- I think especially for me, uh I mean I'm I'm still super young. I'm 28. I'm 27. Um but it like I I remember when Starbucks wasn't as mm. ingrained in the culture i mean maybe it was and i was just younger and i didn't like yeah. co- co- coffee then i still don't like co- coffee but still it's like when when you're like 10 years old you don't think mm-hmm. about co- coffee un- 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 unless you you know have parents that are completely addicted to, to, to show it that they make you mm-hmm. have it you know um <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it, like I remember a Starbucks j- joke oh, in yes. Shrek. The f- yes, barbucks, right? And it's like, uh, like I, I understood that, but I was like, oh, coffee. I, you know, I'm super young. I don't, I'm not in coffee <laughs> cu- culture when I'm six years mm-hmm. old. You know, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. There, there are certain things that are still mm-hmm. around, but other ones haven't. Like cer- certain certain yeah. things have aged well. Certain things have g- grown mm-hmm. exponentially. So I'm I'm wondering how it will hold
0: up. I don't up. know. I think it's it's kind of designed to be of the time, which comedy in general is. But I think this might last. Sure longer than other things, because it's so character-based. They're not having people just name-drop popular things right now for making fun of that thing and just getting, like, a laugh of recognition out of you. Like, everybody says something that is specific to their own character. Like, Morgan brings up This Is Us because it is an ex- it's an example of how she's just sort of a run-of-the-mill just normal woman who just likes kind of sappy mundane things and they have a really big effect on her. Like that's in there to, because it says something about Morgan's character. It's not supposed to be like an award show joke where it's like, huh? I said the name of a popular thing right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so the, the three, Uh, like beer tasting Uh hipsters that were were in that like episode and a half where they're they're drinking the alcohol that kind of mellows them out and makes them not have opinions uh i i i don't know if i can honestly speak to this but i felt like that was kind of a critique on Hmm. comedy these days or, or, or no, no 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 no, not even comedy but just like general conversation if if, if that yeah. makes sense I, I guess comedy and general conversation are two very <laughs> different things no uh, I, I get it <laughs> but like but i i, I think it, it, it can go both ways in this sense of like when you go on a first date, what are the things you talk about? Oh what Netflix shows are you watching? Do you watch yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> you know like like that was the 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 stuff and you like you're hesitant to kind of put what you yeah. really think about things out there so you're just like yeah, everything on Netflix is so good <laughs> there was one show that I, I I wanted to say wasn't good, but I just now realized yeah. that it was good <laughs> and it's good. So every, everything is good. Uh, how about you? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, it is
0: kind of this critique on how conversation can fall into like, you're either incredibly fussy in particular, or you're just sort of uh, not really pay- paying attention. You're like, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I like that. Fun. All, all fun stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I, 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 I think that's kind of how comedy goes too, because you mentioned that a lot of comedy is about things Mm -hmm. that are happening now like let's let's comment on stuff that's happening now and like that's one of those things like every comic out there wants to take their own shot at the political Mm. climate at uh climate Change at you know X, Y, and Z that you'll hear the same things over and over and over again, and so it, it just kind of becomes this like middling, like so comedy <laughs> is funny,
2: yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like no. you, when you don't want to
0: like really roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty, like that is the level that is left to you. It's like there's high rise, there's there's big ol high jump and there's kiddie pool. And if you you're not feeling the high jump, you have to go for the kiddie pool. And the kitty pool is just like I liked it. It was fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I enj- enjoyed it a lot. I I thought it was very very I'm glad you good, liked good. it. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think I think I uh, we'll definitely be t- tuning in to awesome. season two. When it
0: yeah, I'm interested out. to hear where this show goes. And I wouldn't say this was something that the show lacked, but there wasn't a ton of like emotional poignancy to it. Like, there are emotional threads, like um, mm-hmm. Morgan and her relationship with her dad. But even that isn't super dramatic, They're just sort of like, oh, hey, Dad. And he's like, oh, hey, Tater Tot. Like, it's... All the emotions are fairly casual.
1: Yeah, there's... There's the casual, like, emotional Mm -hmm. drama. and, And then the, like the whole like yeah. dating culture stuff too like i i wouldn't really say there there was like no. will they won't they kind of tension be- between characters but it is still one of those things where i feel like there's enough of a yeah. revolving door that maybe they'll get back together maybe they won't but it's not like it's not stuffed mm-hmm. down your throat uh like the the will they won't they plot lines yeah. and sick yeah everything do. felt
0: very natural nothing felt forced nothing felt overwrought. i think that was really good but i am curious to hear like as the show grows and as like the writers just get more uh attached to these characters if there are going to be more emotional emotionally yeah. resident moments but even if there aren't like i wouldn't necessarily miss um, them i'm just curious what this show's goals might sure. be as it continues
1: Speaking of the show's g- goals as it continues in mm-hmm. season two, what would you like to see? Is, is there something that stands out? It could be uh, plot wise. It c- 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 could be extracurricular <laughs> somehow. It could be a certain actor that's like in, in the maximum fun, uh, like network of stuff that you are like, they haven't <laughs> been on the show yet. You need to get them on. Um, is is there, like, mm. what is on the top of your wish list for this show in season two?
0: I really am intrigued by the scope of what the other bubble cities out there are like. And I kind of, I was intrigued by what you said earlier, like, how many other, like, U.S. cities are their bubbles kind of modeled after? Because we've got, like, a real West Coast vibe. Is there going to be, like, one super urban city? Is there a one very, very tall bubble full of skyscrapers that's like New York or Chicago? Like, yeah. I just kind of want to learn the geography and culture yeah. of other bubbles and just sort of go world hopping around. That sounds really fun.
1: Yeah, these kind of hyperbolic, <laughs> stereotypical cities or just like, even genres. Right? Like, you, you, you could have one that is... One hundred percent into like spies, <laughs> like spies and like that g- g- government conspiracy stuff. Because like, like you said, they have the the Fair Haven bubble bu- 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 sectioned out so much so that they have a whole like spot where it's like this is where the troublemakers yeah and it- be and <laughs> yeah. they can be over there. Like maybe they they have something where it's like this is the stereotypical like Russian KGB city where everything (laughs) is a conspiracy and you know. Yeah yeah.
0: like after that episode where they go and play trivia at the British pub it did make me wonder like what kind of world are we living in? Is there still a real England out there? Or is England gone? And now like you don't have this British pub just for the fun of theming it's like this is how the British legacy continues because it is no more. We have to have themed pubs.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I that might be interesting. I think for me, so I've I've listened to a mm-hmm. number of audio dramas out there and I know that the audio drama community is very mm-hmm. very close knit. It's very, very, very small. Um I, I know they all know each uh, 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 other. They all are actors mm-hmm. on each uh, other's shows. They all write episodes for one another. I know they have a secret Slack cool.
2: channel.
1: They're <gasps> all on Slack and they, they all <laughs> message each uh, uh, other for help and stuff. And I've wanted to get in on that <laughs> we forever. Just wanted... But I don't know the past. No, I, 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 I don't make in. All, audio drama so i i'm not invited to sit with like we
2: don't want to go
0: to like red carpet after parties we just want to know like what do gabrielle urbina and lauren Shippen talk about
1: yes that's what i want to know what (laughs) memes are they sharing on their secret (laughs) slack channel what writing advice are they seeking from one another another um Uh, so i one what what stood out to me is that yeah i didn't mm-hmm. know anyone in in the this show and i'm kind of i like i'm i'm wondering how um like how many pe- people in the audio drama community know about this um i mean I, i'm sure a lot of people do know but still it, it's like it's it's one of those things it's like i don't see it as as connected as it could be like I would love to see I mean Lauren Sheppen is doing a million and one things she's been in a whole bunch of shows but still someone like her maybe not her exactly but still you know just like maybe someone who was in wooden overcoats to like make a guest appearance Mm -hmm. um i I think one of the actresses name is beth
0: yes yes she's very good
1: um i i I think Uh. i follow her on twitter um but yeah we do um,
0: actually already kind of have a connection um i was talking about there's one of those uh utility players earlier mark gagliardi He's from Thrilling Adventure Hour, uh-huh. and he's been on Welcome to Night Vale. So that's okay. one corner of, of audio dramas out there. Okay, yeah, this yeah. is more connected to, like, comedy. Like, you're more likely to hear... Like, there's people on here from, like, yeah. improv comedy shows. Like, Arnie Neekamp from Hello from the Magic Tavern.
1: Yeah. And I I I would kind of like to see more mm-hmm. crossover with the audio mm. drama community um, i i because i i i think a lot of the audio drama community uh i i i i i i think i only see them mm-hmm. as that and i know that that's not like the totality of mm-hmm. what they can do uh, like i i follow Brigand Snow on Twitter, yeah. who plays Caleb in the Bright Sessions, and he's he's an actor in all sorts of stuff, you know, um, in, in in TV shows and whatnot. And so I like I I, I I I know the actors in those shows can do other stuff than just audio drama or just uh I, I guess audio drama is the medium, yeah. not the genre um so i would like to see them in more comedic roles having fun fun. and doing a little bit more improv stuff um because everything is scripted and i i know this is scripted but i i I feel like this is something that they can bring a little bit more improv to uh so yeah i I, I don't know how that would work out or who or whatnot but uh there you go, and if you're playing the Whatnots drinking game, I think I've said the, the <laughs> word whatnot like three or four times this <laughs> this episode. So, uh, kind of to
0: close out the conversation here, I was going to ask um, if people like Bubble, what other podcasts might they like? This for other sci-fi comedies, I thought about Hadron Gospel Hour, which has uh. I think it's a good mix of sci-fi and comedy and it's got a little bit more of the emotional resonance to it if you want that and it's got the kind of that world hopping thing I was mentioning earlier that I'd like to see where it's just like mm-hmm. weird set piece weird set piece weird set piece and this show does not this show ends up as a drama but at the beginning like early Wolf 359 is fairly sitcom
1: <laughs> yeah. Very early Wolf 359 mm-hmm. is very much that. Um I have two yeah. recommendations. One is not in mm-hmm. audio drama though. Um but I'll, I'll I'll do my audio drama one first. I would actually say Greater ah. Boston. Yeah. Um it is it is also a show that I think is hilarious. Uh I think it's a lot more well, I was about to say subtle in its joke telling, but that's not really the case. I, I think Greater Boston writes in more situational yeah. comedy rather than like specific. Here's yes. a joke. Here's a punchline. Here's a mm-hmm. stereotypical thing that, that you know from pop c- culture. Here's an off-brand song from <laughs> Coldplay, you know. it's It's not that um but it is just this kind of wacky uh whimsical situational comedy like there there's a character in in there who in in greater boston who changes his name to extinction e- <laughs> e- event and then everyone hates that, and they keep calling him a dipshit. So he changes his name to dipshit
2: <laughs>
1: in, in hopes in hopes that people will like him. So every so when yeah, so when 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 they're they're t- talking to him, his actual name legally is dipshit, <laughs> dipshit Paletti, um, and, and yeah, like it, it's it's stuff like that. Uh, there's a like the the whole kind of backbone of that show is that the red line Mm in Boston, um, ends up seceding (laughs) and becoming its own city, which which it's basically like, Hey, the Metro decided to become its its (laughs) own city. The, 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 the the subway, you know, they all, they, it's just where people live here now. (laughs) Um, and things just go terribly mm-hmm. r- wrong. But I love that show. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. Um, I, I I think people would like that. It's not as sci-fi. It's not as fan. I mean, I guess it's fantasy it's, in the sense that it's not it's really happening. Of, it's more like alternate. Yeah, it's reality.
0: almost magic realism.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. very much magical realism uh, without. Yeah, like
0: nothing Um, I listened to the first couple episodes of it And there's nothing very fantastical It's just sort of Like the guy who makes the red line secede From the rest of the metro Isn't a wizard or anything He's just so incredibly charismatic And he believes in this so much That everything aligns That yes, the red line secedes From the rest of Boston
2: Yeah
1: It's it's very folksy though which there there is a kind of fantasy aspect yeah. to that of just it it's more it's more fantasy i mean not fantasy mm-hmm. more folksy storytelling yeah um
0: modern if that makes sense I, I don't even know what that
1: word means but i'm saying it anyways um there you go my mm-hmm. second recommendation is Ooh. a comic book oh. rat queens uh this one is very much more fantasy aligned i own the first volume uh did not continue rating because again it really wasn't my thing Mm -hmm. fantasy is you know not not for me not my cup of tea uh but this is one if you like dnd if you like fantasy if you like tabletop top role playing games this comic book is going to be right up your alley um, it is hilarious uh, that there's a lot of comedy kind of around that and the the language of D d and the, the the situations you find yourself in. It, it's it's hard for me to f- fully explain because like I I, I know and i I'm around mm-hmm. it enough where like I understand the culture. I understand it when people are talking about it and stuff like that i've listened to a couple like live play podcasts and stuff like that you know but uh, it's it's not my first like i'm gonna listen to a mm-hmm. tabletop rpg thing or i'm gonna play j and d but this it this is very much a comic book for people who love that stuff um, so i i i would yeah. recommend that as well and it, it it has it it mixes that with like more modern jokes and a little bit of like gamer <gasps> culture too of like video games because there's games out there like world of war c- yeah craft which is basically D in a video mm-hmm. game form kind of um it, it it's the there's a lot of uh that the cross over there in their Venn mm-hmm. diagram is very big. <laughs> so uh, I I say people should check yeah. out Rat Queens as and
0: well. And then five, finally, um, yeah. uh, if you like the style, if you like the sense of humor of this show, you should check out Jordan Morris's other podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. It's him and Jesse Thorne. And they just co-host every week the sort of, very very loose casual not even like a talk show sort of thing just like it's the two of them and they have another like sort of comedian entertainment out. friend come over not as like an interview guest just oh, as like cool. hey you're a buddy you know you're somebody we know we're just gonna yeah we're just hang gonna out hang out and us. talk for like an hour and a half and it's It's so fun, and it's so positive. It's just everybody really telling just, like, stories from their life. It's really charming. It's always a really great mood boost for me, and that's how I got into Bubble, was I heard Jordan talk about creating this over on that show.
1: Well, hey, not to toot our own horn, but we have a podcast very similar to that as well uh, Mm -hmm. called The Captain's Log um where we just kind of get together and hang out and talk about whatever we want share stories talk about Mm -hmm. new stuff who knows you 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 never know with that show so uh we actually uh so if if i can do a little bit of housekeeping uh right here before we Mm -hmm. wrap it up here uh we actually haven't had a new episode of the review show in like a week or two Mm -hmm. or two apologies about about that Uh, There has been uh, some Mm. technical difficulties, misunderstandings, and stuff like that. In fact, the one, Melissa, I I haven't even mentioned it publicly yet until now. Breaking news. Uh, The episode we recorded with all four of us, it's not coming So, (laughs) uh, yeah, very unfortunate technical difficulties and stuff um with that it was just not salvageable uh so yeah we've we've been uh, unfortunately plagued with technical difficulties for the past month thankfully we've gotten over them recently except this last one where it was (gasps) so bad that it was uh it was just uh, a (laughs) mess second and last thing though our rss feeds (gasps) are all fixed Now Those are are good to go. Um, In fact, if you are subscribed to The Whatnots, by The Whatnots, that show, uh, or Mm -hmm. at least not that show, but that RSS feed is going to uh, be shut down mid-September, so I guess in about three weeks from when this comes out publicly. Um, uh, We have new rss feed so if you guys could go subscribe to those that would be fantastic if you search the whatnots in whatever podcast app you use they should come up we have one for this show the review show we have one for the captain's log and one for the reactor core Uh, go look uh, look up all that stuff subscribe to whichever ones you want the only one to unsubscribe from or not to subscribe to two if you are brand new um is the whatnots mm-hmm. by the whatnot we are growing yeah. and expanding so we had to make some changes to things so there you go housekeeping <laughs> done I'm
0: sad that episode's not going to be released I also have to come back and tell everybody about i know my it was a good cool one. art museum i found another time because i need people to know about that art museum kyle
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, so long story short what happened is eric's recording uh only it only recorded the first eight (gasps) minutes of that and then i i was like oh okay that's fine this is why we do redundant recordings you know Mm -hmm. in case something like this happens and i go to look at the redundant recording and guess what didn't record redundantly (laughs) our our podcast did not do the backup recording so it there might be sections to salvage that is a conversation between like you and me or mm-hmm. me and jessica or yeah. you and Je- you know but with eric in the midst of that talking and laughing at things i feel like it would just be a lot of work to actually like mm-hmm. pick it apart and see what is salvageable so i was like there's the yeah <laughs> this is Maybe this This can be a future Patreon bonus
0: where you just stitch the rest of the audio together and play it for Eric again, and he just has to make new jokes.
1: (laughs) So, so I didn't tell you this. I've had to do this twice now in the history (gasps) of the whatnots. Uh, Our House of Five Leaves episode, for some reason... Uh, my mic did not record the the correct mm. mic for whatever reason because it, it, it t- t- told me that everything was working. Uh, so I had the audio, but I guess it was the microphone from my webcam, which was some shitty audio. So I, reco- I re-recorded <gasps> oh all my of my God, audio my on my own by listening to to your (gasps) audio and just responding (laughs) uh, 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 again with all of the, the stuff that i i had there uh so that that was not fun but uh i i i salvaged it um and stuff like that so you know, I, I would never ask you to re-record your stuff because it's stupid and a lot of work to just like, hey, can you sit down for like two <laughs> hours and make sure you keep the exact same cadence so everything fits into this thing, you know. Uh, but, uh, if it's me, then it's oh. just, alright, I can spend two hours on this. It's not that bad. Anyways, I I, I feel like that's the end of our show show, and most people have tuned out by now. Welcome to Behind the Scenes of the Whatnots um, with Kyle and (laughs) Melissa. Uh, where we tell you guys how much of a dumpster <laughs> fire <laughs> the no, whatnots no, truly yeah, is.
0: very uh, hard, and all I have, all I ever have to do is pick a thing, do the thing, show up here, and talk to you about it, and I am so lucky that you keep my side of this so simple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hope hopefully that makes things easier <laughs> on you. Uh, that being said, if you want to... Uh, p- p- Catch in and make the burden uh, a lot less, a, a a lot lighter on us. You guys can help us out and support this show or all the shows that we do at patreoncom slash whatnots. So, uh, well, what what can they get if they support uh, on? On Patreon, if they
0: support Melissa. us for as little as a dollar a month, you can get all our episodes of all of our shows. That's review show, Captain's Log when they work, it, Reactor Core, all kinds of things. Yeah, you can get all of those early, just very quickly after we originally live stream them, days before they go out into the regular podcast and YouTube feeds.
1: Yes. You guys can get that. There's actually a few other uh, smaller rewards up there that I had kind of oh. forgotten a- about. Uh, I We have a Discord server, uh, which anyone can join. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we tweet the link out every so often. Um, and there's a I We have to figure out a way to reinstate mm-hmm. this somehow, because we have a special like patron-only chat, as well as a live mm-hmm. stream chat, and it used to be that if anyone was in that chat those things would pop up on screen here on the live oh. stream um but i took it down because uh, right now the like design of our youtube version i'm trying mm-hmm. is okay well i it's not very good mm-hmm. right now i i didn't want it to just be a static thing so if you are watching this on youtube you see both of our cameras i have a green screen so it looks like me just <laughs> the thing. I guess actually is it this side which side is it here I'm looking at the thing this side yeah if I push uh, a little bit that far then my hand gets chopped off but uh, yeah you can see our cameras and stuff like that As you can see us hmm. re- react but uh, it's it's still not where I want it to be it's, a, it's at least a little yeah, more interesting visually we'll get there one day i need to make some kind of fancy schmancy mm-hmm. something here so there you go um i say we wrap this
0: yeah up, yeah
1: what's going on party people this is kyle springer here in post production if you guys are listening to this as a podcast you probably can't tell uh except for me just telling you right then uh so that ruined the illusion uh i am here to tell you guys what we will be talking about this next week uh melissa is not going to be joining us she is moving so she is going to be very very busy and i am going to be getting a substitute on this show uh so jess beaver uh is going to be joining me. She is also a member of the Whatnots, and I'm excited to have her on the show. Uh, but I gave her the three options to pick from. Uh, and we are going to be talking about a graphic novel called Iron or the War After. Uh, and it is written and drawn by S.M. Vidori. Uh, and it is a very cool anthropomorphic spy drama with. Uh, art that is, it's this like watercolor, Miyazaki Legend of Korra inspired art, and it looks fantastic. Um, So go check it out. Uh, You guys can read it on Comixology Unlimited, or you can buy it on just regular Comixology. I think it's like $9, maybe your local comic book store has it, or Barnes & Noble, who knows. Go check it out, go find it, go read the book. Join us this next week, uh, because I think it is going to be a lot of fun talking about this book. I'm excited to read it and check it out. Hopefully you guys will join as well. Uh, And without further ado, back to the regular show.
0: So, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of our discussion and listening in as we talked about Bubble and many other things. And you can find me on Twitter at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And Kyle, where can they find you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Hush315. uh, And I'm also the mysterious man behind the mask of the Mm -hmm. Twitter account for the Whatnots. Uh, which is just at the whatnots on Twitter um, for all of the updates for all of our shows. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. Are we ready to call it a night?
1: We are. That is it. All done. Uh, Yeah, all done. I guess this has been the Whatnots Review Show episode 21. We will see you guys next week.